Welcome to Happiness and Inside Job. This is episode 22, Children, the Best Investment. And I'm your host, Connie Ackeson. Happiness and Inside Job is the go-to resource for Christian parents wanting to effectively communicate with teenage and young adult children, utilizing powerful life coaching skills. What if I told you your children don't need to change anything in order for you to have a fulfilling relationship with them? You can change everything about your relationships with others by merely changing the way you think about them. Imagine the power you find when you stop depending on others for change and you create the change. Suddenly you stop being the victim and become the hero of your life. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining me again this week. I truly have the best audience of listeners ever. I love watching how far the podcast is spreading. You guys are seriously amazing at sharing it and commenting and leaving me reviews. And thanks to you, the word is spreading. Did you know that this last podcast was listened to in the United States, Canada, Italy, Republic of Korea, Australia, Ireland, and even the United Kingdom? So thank you so much for all the ratings and reviews and every time you've shared it. Honestly, sharing this podcast is the nicest way you could possibly say thank you. Okay, so for a quick update in what's going on in my business, I've got a new monthly program called ThoughtWorks that's starting, well, it's starting right now. For those of you who sign up in June, you get what's left of June free plus all of July. I also have some free webinars, so if you haven't signed up already, you'll want to head on over to my website. Remember, that's www.happiness-andinsidejob.com where you can register for my ThoughtWorks program, which is group coaching, and also for my free webinars. Members of my monthly coaching program, ThoughtWorks, also receive discounts on one-on-one coachings. So for those of you who are ready to make the shift from being passive learners to active learners, you are definitely going to want to be part of this ThoughtWorks group coaching. We will take a closer look at each of these life coaching principles and learn how to really apply them. We'll study them and really apply them and make real change in our lives. So get on there and get signed up. The best rate is now. Now on to my new favorite podcast. With Father's Day coming up on Sunday, I wanted to talk for a minute about lessons that I learned about parenting from my dad. Now, my dad is more quiet and understated than my mother, but he is no less powerful and strong. Now, one thing you probably have learned about my dad from now is that he is a numbers guy. He understands investing. He understands numbers. He's a PhD physicist. He worked for the Air Force for years doing uh, optical physics and uh, working on lasers. Even when things at work were very stressful and difficult, when he came home, he was present. I remember when we were little, he would run around and tickle us and make us laugh. He loved to make us laugh. But I love that my dad taught me that when he was home, there was nothing more important than his family. And he proved that to us by the way he spent his time. He didn't come home and hang out on his phone or go hang out on his computer. He spent his time at home helping my mom fix dinner, help distract us kids while my mom fixed dinner. But he was very present. One thing that he did was that he taught us to love things that he loved. Now, he wasn't always successful in that, 
He taught us, he would take us fishing. He loves fishing. He would take us hiking and he would take us camping. Now, I definitely do not love camping as much as I love spending time with my dad, but I love it that my dad would take us to do things that he would plan fun activities and we would go do them together. Now, another thing my dad loves to do is run. And I can pretty confidently tell you he is a better runner than any of his kids. I also got to tell you, he is really super competitive. So when he invited me to run a 10K with him, I told him, dad, I am a 10 minute mile, sure and steady 10 minute mile. That's the best I can do. And my dad is a much better runner than that. During this particular 10K, I was making a much better time than I had anticipated. And even then, before I made it to the finish line, my dad called me and said, where are you? I'm so worried about you, Connie. And I said, dad, I still have plenty of time left on my 10 minute time, 10 minute pace. At that point, he confessed to me that he had his best ever time because every time he looked back over his shoulder, he could see a woman with a ponytail. And he was sure that I was going to pass him any second. So he had his best ever time because he was so determined that he was not going to be beat by his daughter. He was convinced I had lied to him about what pace I was intending to keep. And he ran like the wind. He ran so hard he didn't even have time to turn around and realize that ponytailed woman was not his daughter. He had ditched me in the first block. Investing is an interesting skill. When you begin, your capital is small, so you're working very hard to get that interest to work for you. But my dad always taught us that when you understand interest, you earn it. When you don't, you pay it. And he took the time to really teach us about investing and the power of investing. And another thing he taught us is investing in skills, investing in talents. Now, when computers were first coming out, my dad decided that we needed one. And so he signed up for a class. He received the parts and the huge instruction book, and he would get the pieces and and would take this class to figure out how to put them all together. And one kit at a time, one piece at a time, he put together our first Heathkit computer. Now this thing was black and white. We had this Space Invaders game that was strictly like right and left with the little space bar. You'd shoot with the space bar and you'd use the arrows to go right and left. Very, very simple. Kids these days would be bored by such simplicity, but we thought it was the greatest thing ever. Now, when my dad was put in charge of a large youth activity, he used that computer to make a spreadsheet, and he taught my older sister how to input all of the data. Now, all of you parents out there know it would have been a heck of a lot faster for my dad to just input all of that himself, but he didn't do that. He understood the power of investing in my sister, and he taught her how to input all that information. And interestingly enough, knowing how to do that early on landed her a job that really helped her to earn money to support herself. And we learned early on that my dad felt like his children were his priority investment. There was nothing more important to invest in than his children, be it with his time or whether he was investing his money to help us develop new skills and talent. My dad has always been an eager investor when it came to his children and grandchildren developing new talents and skills. He will pay for violin, piano, music, any kind of talent building lessons for his kids 
and his grandkids. My sister Mary shared with me that one day she decided she was done taking piano. She put together quite a case and presented it to my dad. And he sat down with her and took the time to explain his why, why it was so important to him to invest in her piano. He said, Mary, I don't know a better way to teach you eye-hand coordination skills. I'm not sure what else he said to her, but he took the time to explain why, why it was so important that she do this. And after that, she renewed her efforts on the piano and really worked hard. She continued practicing the piano, but her attitude was completely different. My dad is also a very careful shopper. When he decides to buy something, he does all the research and makes sure he has all the best equipment because everybody knows it's more fun when you've got the right equipment. Now, if you've ever checked out my cover art, Today is the day you definitely don't want to miss out on the cover art for my podcast. It is my favorite ever picture of my dad because he did all the research to get the best snorkel equipment so that he could enjoy Hawaii both above and below the water. My dad also taught us not to be afraid of hard work. Just because something doesn't go the way we planned the first time we try it doesn't mean we failed. It just means we need to keep trying and keep figuring out new ways of doing things until we find something that works. Now, an example of this is one day we lived on a canal when we lived in Florida, and my dad decided that he wanted to shoot a fish with a bow and arrow. Now, he very, very carefully selected the bow and the arrows. The arrow had to be buoyant enough to bring the fish back up to the surface after he'd speared it, but not so buoyant that it couldn't go down into the water and spear the fish. So one day my dad had spent all day trying to perfect this technique and he was completely unsuccessful. He never shot a fish that day successfully. And that night, my mom and dad got into the canoe to just enjoy a little relaxation time in the canoe on the canal. My dad was getting into the canoe. This fish jumped out of the water, slapped him square on the cheek with his tail, and landed smack in the bottom of that canoe. Now, my dad immediately picked that fish up and threw it back in the water. He had no interest in a free fish even after he'd spent all day trying to catch one. For him, the joy was in perfecting the art of archery, not in getting something for free. Everyone knows that free is worth what you pay for it. The next day, my dad was back out on that deck and he did not stop until he had his fish and he had perfected the art of archery fishing. Now my dad comes from a family of five boys and one girl. So when he and my mom had four girls and one boy, I think he didn't quite know what to do with himself. Probably not the life he would have chosen for himself, but he embraced it and he learned to love it. I think if he ended up disappointed for having all those girls, he certainly has never let on to me. So in my dad's family of origin, the boys are pretty quiet. They're awesome, they're amazing people, and they're kind of quiet, which is kind of funny because the women are anything but that. My sisters and I are also pretty vocal and expressive, so I always tell my dad every time we hang up, I love you, Dad, and it's so funny. He always just says, mm-hmm. Anyway, one day I told my mom this little game that I play, how I always tell my dad how much I love him at the end of a conversation, and he never says I love you back. 
And the next time I talked to my dad on the phone, it was, I said, I love you, dad. And he said, I love you too, Connie. And I knew my mom had ratted me out on my little game. So often as I'm coaching people, they get frustrated when others don't express love in the same way that they do. Often they'll even question the affection of the other person and whether or not it's genuine affection. It's interesting to me that even though my dad and I have very different ways of showing love, I never ever questioned my dad's love for me. He's the kind of guy that doesn't draw a lot of attention to himself. He's the behind the scenes guy who gets everything done, whether it's his assignments at church or his assignments at work. He is totally happy to go in there and do all the work and let somebody else be the forefront and take the credit. For him, the joy comes in knowing that he's done a good job. He has an amazing work ethic, and that's one of the biggest things I've learned from my dad. He taught me to always do my best work, to always work so that I'm proud of what I've done. The opinions of other people and the praise of other people is not what's important. The joy comes in knowing that it was your best work. Now, he also taught us the value of a dollar by allowing us to earn our money rather than just handing it over to us. He would give us jobs and let us earn money. He would reward us for saving. He taught us never to put anything on a credit card that we couldn't pay cash for. He's frugal and taught us the difference between needs and wants. My sister Mary remembers going to my dad after biking to and from school on this bicycle she believed to be inferior. And when she presented her case for a new bicycle, my dad said, I don't feel like I have enough money for that. And she said, Dad, I know you have money. You just choose not to take it out of savings for this. He proceeded to teach her a very valuable lesson in needs versus wants that she has never forgotten to this day. Being frugal and truly understanding the difference between needs and wants allowed my dad to save a lot of money. And that money today allows him the opportunity to be very generous when his children or his grandchildren find themselves in a time of real need. My dad is definitely frugal, but he is never, ever stingy. One of the most important lessons I learned about parenting from my dad is that the most important gift a man can give his children is the example of loving their mother unconditionally. I can never recall a time in my life that my dad was ever sharp or unkind to my mother or to us kids. No matter how tired he was from a long day at the office, no matter how stressed he was about his deadlines, when he came home, he left the office behind him. He was present, he was kind and loving and respectful. He demonstrated by example the kind of consideration and respect I should expect from any man wishing to be part of my life. Now, my dad is definitely not the overbearing, busybody kind of type that asserts himself giving me unwanted advice in my life. I like to think of my dad like the lighthouse. He is there, he's reliable, he's steady, and he always gives me clear direction when I seek it, but never 
unwanted advice. My dad also has a very strong moral compass, and he taught me to never deviate from what I know to be true and correct. Now you can imagine with an Air Force career, that's a very difficult environment from time to time. And there were times in his career where he had to choose between rank advancement and keeping the commandments of God. He taught me by example that there is no prize to be won that is more important than being proud of who you are and true to the character of the person you want to become. There is no opinion of yourself more important than your opinion of yourself. I know I quote Rachel Hollis all the time, but I'm going to quote her again. Other people's opinion of you is none of your business. Our goal each day needs to be to be proud of ourselves. Our opinion of ourselves is what truly matters. As I was talking to my sister Debbie one day, she said one of the greatest insights she got into our dad was during my grandpa Jay's funeral. And during his funeral, he was quoted as saying, my children are the best investment I ever made. And that is very true for my dad as well. He is a quiet man, but he is behind the scenes taking care of everything. Absolutely everything he spends his time doing is for the spiritual and physical wealth, welfare of his family. We have always been protected and we have always been cared for. I have no doubt that my dad considers me and my siblings the best investment he's ever made. So some of the lessons that I've learned from my dad that I hope will forever change the way I parent my kids is to not be afraid of hard work and to never accept defeat. I may not know how to do everything, but there is absolutely nothing that I can't figure out. Also, to always do your best work. And when you're with your family, put everything else aside. Put your worries aside, your phone aside, and just be present. Be there. Interact. Make it count. And whenever you've got a goal, keep looking over your shoulder and imagine that girl with the ponytail. Keep going and run like the wind. Parenting is not for the faint of heart, but it is the most worthwhile investment we will ever make in our life. All right, if you haven't taken advantage of the free resources on my website, please head on over to www.happiness-insidejob.com. Sign up for the free webinars I've got coming up and definitely take advantage of the group coaching so we can work together to really study and apply these life coaching principles that we are learning here on the podcast. Let's work together to really take responsibility for our own thoughts, feelings, and actions, and to carefully choose the thoughts that will create results we are proud to claim as our own. For now, remember that feeling love and compassion is equally as available to us as feeling anger or disappointment. Choose your thoughts carefully and I'll see you next week.